still live from the nation's capital. Ryan Horvath, Nick Ashew, BetMGM tonight. We're on Twitch and YouTube, Odyssey app. You missed anything in the early part of the show? Two, two hours done already. Wherever yeah. you get your podcast, wherever you get Anywhere. your podcast, any of them. Jason Tatum's got twelve points, three rebounds, two assists already. He's the only one doing anything for Boston because after that, you have Derek White with three points yeah. and everybody else two, 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 two. That's it. Yeah. So it's Jason Tatum all by himself. Celtics now up twenty-five, twenty-four at the end of the first quarter. On the other side of things, you got Jimmy Butler with six points, five rebounds. Uh, six and five for Bam Adebayo. Max Struess has six. See, it's, now it might be the Max Struess night, not be the Gabe Vincent night. Struess is loose. So, um, so that kind of sucks because I need three threes from Gabe Vincent, and he's 0 for 1. Max Struess is taking all the shots. It's not helping me. Yeah. Grant, not a fan. You got Grant Williams getting some early run. Kinda you know, give, it's about time. Kind of giving him a little boost, too. Look yeah. like it fired up the team a little bit. He's got two points and a board in four minutes. My guy Malcolm Brogdon has played a whopping, as I checked the box score really four quick, minutes. four minutes. He's 0 of 2 from the floor. Does have a rebound. Does have an assist. Hopefully he can get things going here. Um, it was was it twenty one pra for him twenty one and a half twenty one and a half that's well, yeah, all I yeah. need yeah that's all I need Bam has six points decent little start two mm-hmm. of five from the floor does have five rebounds one assist probably should have went back to the points rebounds and assists but Boston does have that one point lead and here's Bam getting stripped right there from Time Lord and it's going back to Boston there it is Grant Bam. Williams again he yeah. hasn't played so now he's going to get out there Grant. Mark my words now. Grant Williams will make a game-saving play for the Celtics tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah that is the, what it's going to come down to. He'll be the X-Factor in this game. He will be the X-Factor. It'll probably be something defensive, but maybe he hits a three, whatever. It will be because of Grant Williams late in the game, a smart hustle play, whatever it is. That's the reason why Boston's going to win. It just has that feel because now he's out there, hasn't played, and he's angry. Yep. There you go, Derek White. Derek White. That's my two threes I need for come. him. Here there you come. go. Here comes Boston. He, oh, oh, another yeah. turnover. Here comes. Oh, no. Brogged it. Yeah! Oh, look at that. Get hot, Prez. Here come the Celtics. Wow. Get hot, Prez. The minute the 17 to 2 run in the last 245 for the Celtics. Man. I need that five and a half, please. First half. I love Malcolm Brogdon. Ooh, but Gabe Vincent, I could use that three. Okay. You know how it's gonna be bad for Gabe Vincent. I can see it already. <laughs> you've done. I regret that plus one sixty five temptation. You've done sports talk radio. You know when like you would have um, like the athlete drops. Like this is Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Listening to twelve fifty a.m. And it was, some of it was so bad. So when I was producing, actually, my job was because I also would cover the teams. I would do like Brewers Clubhouse, but then I I covered the Bucks for two years. So I would have to be the guy that would hand like Brogdon or Chris Middleton the check and say, hey, can you record this really quick from the station? And they'd always be like, can we do this after the game? And I'd be like, can we actually just get it done like right now? I have dinner with my wife like right after the game. (laughs) My favorite was always Brogdon because sometimes I'll get like some copy and it'll be a bad day and you read like three times. He just couldn't say, I'm Malcolm Brogdon. You're listening. So I would always like use this drop. So now every time he hits a big shot for me. I always have to go, I'm Malcolm Brogdon. <laughs> Nobody gets it. But uh, nicknamed the Prez, my favorite player in the league. We need uh, we need him to keep going. You're sixth man of the my year. Sixth man You're of the sixth year. man of the year. And that one was not looking good. I did not think I had a shot at that one. Oh, man, I thought it was Emmanuel quickly so without question. So did I. Just that the... kind of broke quickly in the playoffs, man. I feel like he was really let down by I... not becoming sixth man of the year. He was non-existent for a majority of the time for the yeah. Knicks. Yeah. Brillo. Here comes Dallas power play for the next Uh-oh. two minutes. Here come my stars, baby. We got seven twenty-two to go in the first period. It's been a good week. We're gonna just throw stuff. There you go. I'm just throwing the paper. Yeah, Tony right Real. We got new cameras around we here. We do They're have new cameras. Good. Love Looking it. Looking good. I'll throw a piece of Big paper at it too. Yeah, Let's yeah see. hit it. There we go. There it's go. Friday night. Kind of want to hit the TV. Let's get a little weird in here. <laughs> Let's get a little. Burlo, weird. can you clean up our paper? 
Yeah, I'll got it. <laughs> yeah, Burlow's only got two weeks left yeah. with us. He's leaving us for he's bigger and better things. Big he's, fancy podcast job with produce, Odyssey. Yeah, he's going to go produce the Jim Rome show. Taking over. Kyle Brandt once did that job. Now Burlow's taking over. Right? Isn't that where you're heading? Catch me on Good Morning Football in about three years. <laughs> yeah. You. <laughs> Kay Adams, she's not there anymore. No, she's not there. You're just no. running off names. Hey, do you want to tell the – you can tell the BetQL lineup if you want. No, I'm just kidding. Don't actually do that. Uh, no, we wake up no right stop. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. But you know what? You should wake up for that show. I love that show. I do. I walk my son to school, and I I always pop an earpiece in. I like Jenks. He's a good guy. So is it when your I, son's talking, you got to have it in the same crazy? ear, so just pretend you're listening? You know what's crazy? I moved here hmm. to D.C. I've met you, obviously. Love yeah, you. Yeah. Love Trista, of course. Love Burlow. I've never met Jenks, though. Well, he does it from home until he starts coming back in the studio on opposite schedules. You're never going to... Yeah. Let me tell you, one of the best people to drink with? Jenks. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. should get him in the uh, studio blast. tonight. And then we'll go all go uh, You know what? I'll text him show. right now and say, you've see been requested wants, in studio yeah. on a Friday night. See if he wants to hang out. I'm sure out. he'd love to come in here. Yeah, see if he wants to <laughs> hang out a little bit. Right now, do you want to hang out with us? You want to hang out? Watch a little uh, Dallas Stars. we got 34 seconds on the on the power play here. Scoreless game, 5.55 to go. We got our Celtics up 33-24. Outscoring the Heat 8-0 in the second quarter. Feel mm-hmm. a little bit better, man. If uh, Boston gets it done, goes to the finals, it's been a really – this has been my best sports betting year ever. And Ever? Yeah. And I don't BS. I know there's a lot of people on TikTok and that, like, do this for, what do they for say? a living. They, they all lie. Everybody's a big liar. But what do they say? What do, wait, what do you mean? Come on. This is your bit, remember? I like uh, I like the Boston Celtics <laughs> plus 8.5. They have covered in 13 of 15 contests. But uh, I actually track my plays and I I like to add them at least 5 hours before the games begin. You go to my social media page and you could find them and uh it's been a good year for me. So if we could get the Celtics to the finals, we would get Embiid, Brogdon, Mage, and the Celtics all in one year. Well, forget the little fact that I did have a lot of units on the Bucks to go to the championship. It's okay. We just we don't talk about that. It was $100 every paycheck, you said. I, you know what, though? <laughs> what like, was the total amount you put on the, on on the, the Bucks? Bucks? Yeah. So Total amount on them winning the title. It was about $1,900 on oh the Bucks. God. We went through because there were 17 paychecks. <laughs> The That's got to be, though, the worst. Yeah. You were so excited. And then they lose so, in five games of the first round, yeah. and you're out almost Nin- two grand. Yeah, $1,900. Oh, my God. I didn't know it was that much. So 17 paychecks. Right? And you so, were, well, I'll just point this out, Burlow. you remember how proud he was of it? He kept going, hey, guys, guys, every paycheck, I'm going to keep doing it. $100 yeah. on, the, sure on the bucks to win the title. Yeah. Every It was like two months straight of this. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh my God, I didn't know it was that. It's so bad. See, but here's a- and look, you made up for it, but that's just so much to invest. Like, most people are yeah. going to bet them once yeah. to win the so, title. You You're know, like, let me do it 19 times. Let me do, let, here, let's do a little audible here. Let me tell you who I blame for this, too, because this isn't the first <laughs> I need time. to know. All right, so the NBA, I've always kind of like cheated the NBA, treated the NBA like my cheat code a little bit, because growing up, my dad always had this this uh this like phrase this theory that the NBA it's fantastic. Not saying it was rigged, but usually you could pick like who was going to win the championship because in the '90s it was either the Rockets or it was the Bulls. Yeah, right. There was always like three or four teams you well, could make Pistons the case the for. Well, Pistons the '91, right? Or right. '90, I mean, like early, yeah. like bad yeah, yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah. But once yeah, yeah. their era was over, you know, even in the early 2000s, you figured it was going to be the Spurs, and then you figured it was going to be like wherever LeBron was, the Warriors for a couple of years. The first year this got me in big, big trouble was I was working at the Athlete's Foot in the Joliet Lewis Mall. 
because um, for college purposes, pretty much. I was 18 years old at the time, and I thought that we were destined to get Kobe against LeBron in the NBA Finals. All year we hyped up that matchup. We all wanted I to see it remember so that. bad. Yes, and so that was when the conversation was: Is it Kobe or LeBron is the best player in the NBA? LeBron was yeah. climbing into that. Yeah. So that year, um, I ran into a guy and I got into like I don't know. We, we started talking about the finals, and I was like, I will bet you twelve hundred dollars because he was like, No, 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 uh, LeBron will choke. The Magic are going to go to the finals. Dwight Howard is the real deal. And I was like, what is this guy smoking? Absolutely not. It's the NBA. Talent always takes over. It's LeBron. And I bet him $1,200. Oh, no. Just straight up that LeBron would be in the finals against Kobe. And uh, the Magic ended up going to the finals. Yep. And that guy ended up like, there was a cut, like, this is, I was young. And he would, like, come to the mall, and I would go hide in the back. And I'd tell my manager, I'd be like, yo, Jerome, you know, he's coming. It's like, Omar's coming. I was going to say, is his name Omar? And so I made it, like, like a whole year without paying my debt. Wow. Yeah, but then I ran into him at uh, Jameson's nightclub. I was too young to even be there. And he bumped into me. He's like, hey, where's my money? And I was like, damn it. I'll hook you up. I'll Venmo that over. And I had to pay him. But $1,200, that was the first really big bet that I ever lost in my life. And it was on that because I said, there's no way like it's rigged. I mean, I really did think it was like for ratings. Everybody wanted to see LeBron against Kobe. You thought you knew the script. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, you know, I, I hate when people are like, oh, so, you know, they got the script or it's rigged. But like the NBA to that point, I mean, it's kind of rigged. I mean, we saw the Kings get absolutely screwed against the Lakers when uh, the Kings blew that 3-1 lead, blew that 3-1 lead mm -hmm. and uh, the Tim Donahue type stuff. So that was the first big bet I lost. And now the NBA is kind of unpredictable when you think about it, man. Because we see, like, injuries happen. A couple of years ago, the Bulls were the number one seed. They lost to Evan Turner and the Sixers because Derrick Rose got hurt. In the bubble, we saw the uh, the Bucks get bounced, and we saw the Heat make this run to the championship. But then again, this year, I just – I did not – I could not see the Bucks losing in a playoff series. I, I, I did. And they did. I didn't realize was that realize it was that like bad. Like in the NFL, you can't really like guarantee anything because it's a one and done type situation. Mm -hmm. Fluky stuff happens all the time. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. You have and you Baseball. also have teams go worst to first every year. I mean, Baseball. last year the, we had the yeah. Bengals do it. You just had the Jags do it. So it always happens. Yeah, but in a seven game series, the best team should always win. Sorry. That's usually how it goes. If I could give you the game script on long shots to win the division, Steelers are plus six fifty, Texans eight to one, Patriots plus seven fifty, Raiders twelve to one. In the AFC, which of those teams would you... you got to bet one. Yeah. Who would you be the most comfortable as a long shot to win their division out of those four? I think I would go with the Steelers. Yeah, I have to, too. You know, like last yep. year was a full rebuild, and Mike Tomlin still found a way not to have a losing record. And I wasn't the biggest Kenny Pickett fan coming out of college. I really liked him as a college quarterback. I just didn't know what he was going to be at the NFL level. He looked really good as a rookie. And... They have a run game. They don't have the best offensive line. Unfortunately, they do have Matt Canada as their play caller, who oh, I don't yeah. love. Yeah. But on the defensive side of the ball, it all comes down to, as crazy as this sounds, one guy. Can T.J. Watt play a full season? Because when he's on the field, they're a top-10 defense. When he's off the field, they're one of the worst defenses in the league, which shows how great that guy is. But it comes down to coaching. comes down to picket looks like the real deal. You have a lot of young players that are going to be another year older now. Problem is the division that they're in, man. Because, like, for the Bengals, this is almost Super Bowl or bust. I said that last year. Even though they're so young, T. Higgins won't be back next year. Joe Burrow is going to get paid. A couple of years, you're going to have to decide on Jamar Chase. He'll get paid. 
The defensive side of the ball, you're going to lose some guys. I like the Ravens, but it's so hard to predict if Lamar's going to be able to stay healthy. You have no That's idea. the problem. You have no idea. I think the X factor is the Browns, though. Like, the Browns could be a 13-win team, or they could be a 7-win team. Everybody has forgotten about the Browns because once Deshaun Watson came back, it looked like he forgot how to play football. Yeah. Been a long, long time. Yeah. And I think if I think if you could find like a thirty-five to one price on offensive player of the year for Nick Chubb, it's almost a better bet than even the Browns winning the division because I think that it's going to have to be a huge year from Nick Chubb. Deshaun Watson, that's what scares me because like the last full season we saw Deshaun Watson, he put together the best statistical season a quarterback's ever put together. Didn't make the playoffs. Yep. Then last year, it wasn't even just like because you could say okay, this guy hasn't played football in two years. But, like, the mechanics were bad. The footwork looked Everything. sloppy. It was, it was awful. He was slipping all over the place. He didn't look very good. But, man, if he goes back to being Deshaun with that talent. I mean, remember, we talked about the Browns being maybe a quarterback away, just yeah. like the Broncos. It both yeah. fell apart, but there, you understand a little bit more off-the-field stuff aside, of course, with Deshaun Watson, just from a football. Like he hadn't played football in right. a year and a half. Right. And you knew he was probably going to be rusty. Yeah. And, man, taking the under on his attempts and passing yards every week was just money in the bank. Every single time. Yeah. I'm going to miss that if it changes. It's like taking the under on Ravens games when Lamar Jackson wasn't starting. Yeah. Every single time. They could set that team total, set the, just take the under on everything. All right, the NFC, because I'm with you on the Steelers, like I said. Yeah. And, and again, that's out of all those. Still don't think that's still the that's the best shot. But again, this is you have to pick one. Yeah. So it does. they may have a 5% chance, but that's the one that you're the most comfortable with. In the NFC, you got the Packers. Probably never going to go with this. I don't know why I'm even going to bother. You have the Packers at 4-1. to one. Tampa to win the South at five to one, the Commanders ten to one, and the Cardinals twenty five to one to win the NFC West. Yeah, I mean, not being a homer, I think the Packers would be a decent bet only because you're replacing Aaron Rodgers. For Aaron Rodgers, that was a down year. Jordan Love can make all the throws if he just runs the Matt Lafleur offense with two capable backs and AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. You know, Romeo Dobbs is another year older. You saw what Christian Watson did the final nine weeks mm-hmm. of the season. He looked like the best receiver in the NFC. Uh, you add Musgraves. You actually have tight ends. You have your best tight end probably since Jermichael Finley was there like 10 years ago. And on the defensive side of the ball, we predicted them to be a top 10 team, but they had a bunch of injuries. I could see them in a bad division, winning 11, 12 games, maybe surprising some people now that Rodgers is gone. But I think the smart pick would be the commanders just because you have guys on the defensive side of the ball and prove it your deals like a Chase Young, who, yeah, he hasn't been very good. Um well, he hasn't been healthy. Like, last year when he did play, what did he have? A sack and a half. Yeah. He hasn't been healthy in two years, man. Three years, really. But his rookie year, he looked pretty damn good. Um, I'd go with the Commanders. Terry McLaurin finally has, I think, a decent enough quarterback. We'll see. The I don't, two- don't want to jinx Sam Howell. 